1.48%. That is the average success rate, according to Gong, for a cold call. So that means in one out of every 60 or 70-ish cold calls that you make is going to have a positive outcome, resulting in a next step. This episode is all about helping you nail the first 60 to 80 seconds of the call where 80% of cold calls fail. And before we get into that, my name is Jason Bay. You're listening to Outbound Squad. Thanks for tuning in. So if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, wherever it might be, do me a favor. If you like this episode, give us a give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a an honest rating, that sort of stuff. So this episode's all about cold calling. And if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, this is for reps, sales leaders, AEs, SDRs to help you turn complete strangers into paying customers. So if you're doing a lot of outbound prospecting, you're an AE that's doing some self-sourcing, you're definitely in the right place. So cold calls. Chorus has got a stat, you know, the average cold call lasts about 80 seconds long. And 80% of cold calls never get past the first 60 seconds. So really where most reps get stuck is in their first couple of interactions in that first 15, 30, 45 seconds with the prospect. So my goal in this episode is to give you some really clear tactics and strategies that you can use to get past that first minute. So I think the first thing we should talk about is cold calling. What's our objective? Our objective with a cold call is not to land a meeting. The reason that is not your objective is you haven't talked to the prospect yet. They don't know who you are. You guys don't even know if it makes sense to spend more time together and schedule a meeting. And going into the call, wanting to schedule the meeting puts a lot of pressure on yourself, and it's going to come out in the form of desperation to your prospect. So the goal really is to have an authentic conversation. We need to break through the typical relationship between your prospect and seller, and seller being the one that chases and sells, and prospect being the one that ignores and runs away. So I'm a very firm believer that prospects don't pick up cold calls on purpose. So they thought that you were someone else. So one of the first strategies that we're going to employ is what's called a permission-based opener. So if we kind of chunk the call up into three sections, we have our intro, that's the first 60 seconds. We're really trying to break through to the prospect and buy more time. Our hook, that's the middle part. That's where we're going to ask an engaging question or two or three and find some sort of problem that might be worth exploring and us spending more time talking about, and then our close. That's where we'll secure time, ask for the meeting, that sort of stuff. So when we think about the intro, there's a couple of things that we want to avoid. And the way that I always teach this to reps is you have to reverse engineer the experience that the buyer normally has when they pick up a cold call and it wasn't on purpose and it's from someone that they don't know. And typically what's on the other end of the line is some sort of salesperson typically selling a B to C a business to consumer product or service that could be uh, insurance, upgrading your warranty, et cetera. Um, it could also be one of those automated, you know, dialers, right? Uh, the robot, the robot uh, messages that are talking, right? So one of the things that we want to do right away is we don't want to sound like a telemarketer. A telemarketer says things like, hey, I was calling about ABC training solutions. I wanted to inquire if automation, automating your finance uh, reports is top of mind. I wanted to see if you're interested in exploring our platform, wanted to schedule a demo. Have you heard of our company before? How's your day going? All of those things are telltale signs that I'm being 
called by a telemarketer and someone that is not a peer. So we want to go from telemarketer to peer. The permission-based opener, it's very simple. The, the psychology behind this is that I'm going to get the prospect to opt in to participating in this conversation. So that's going to sound something like this. Prospect says hello. A very classic form of a permission-based opener is, hey, David, it's Jason. I know I probably got you in the middle of something, but do you got a minute for me to share the reason for my call? You can let me know if you want to keep chatting. So one thing that's super important here, if you're listening to this and you can't see me on a video, I'm smiling. Hopefully you can hear that in my voice. There's a big difference when I talk like this versus when I talk like this and sound really serious. So I want to be friendly. Rule of thumb here is be incredibly hard to be an asshole to. I want to be so friendly, professional, and so knowledgeable about the prospect and make it so clear that I did my homework that it's just really hard to be rude to me. The second thing you'll notice is I don't use up talk or customer service voice. A lot of us in sales are guilty of using upward inflection, high-pitched tones, unnecessary formality. You aren't on the phone with your insurance provider, okay? You, we don't have to say things like, hey, how's it going? We don't need to talk like that. So just talk in a conversational nature. I'll give you a couple more permission-based openers that you can try and one of the things that I would really stress here is don't focus so much on what specific opener to use. A lot of it is your pace, your tonality, and your confidence. So the second one, when I worked with the reps at Gong, this is something I learned from them. I call it the Gong opener, and it's, hey, it's Jason with Outbound Squad. I don't suppose I got you at the worst possible time, did I? And you're just going to kind of smile, chuckle, laugh, etc. I listened to them do tons of recordings calling sales executives, and most of them got a laugh out of that. The third one I really like is you're going to, before you even introduce yourself, you're going to front load relevance into your opener. So that's going to sound something like, you know, hey, Jesse, I was calling all about all of the hiring it looks like you're doing in Canada right now. Oh, by the way, it's Jason. Tap on squad. You got a minute? Promise to be brief. This one works really, really well if there's a specific trigger or event or something that happens that makes speaking with you very timely. Four is uh, my good friend Armand Farouk over at 30 Minutes to President's Club. Definitely recommend you guys check out their podcast if you haven't. Um, this is the Have You Heard Our Name Tossed Around. Hey, Heather, you know, we work with a few other construction firms in Texas. It's Jason at Outbound Squad. Have you heard our name tossed around? You just let the prospect respond. Either way, you go straight into your opener. And then lastly, this one's not as much my style, but I hear a lot of reps. I worked with a, uh, a rep Mo at a company that sells HR solutions. And uh, he used this one and just got such a great response in the recordings that I listened to. And it goes like this. Uh, hey, Chelsea, it's Jason. <laughs> You're going to hate me. I'm cold calling you. So feel free to please hang up on me if you need to. Was hoping I could just steal 30 minutes of your time. And it should have been 30 seconds. <laughs> Was hoping I could steal 30 seconds of your time. You could tell I don't use this one often. Huh? So that disarmingly blunt opener, it's a great one. So. If we kind of step back again, the principle here is that we're going to, in our intro, we're going to get the opt-in. That's the first part of the intro. This will get you to like 30 seconds into the call, typically. What you do next, super important. What you're going to feel, what's going to be instinctual to you at this point, if the prospect hands you the microphone, is you're going to feel like, I got a pitch. This is my time. I've made 50 calls today. No one's picked up. This is the first person. I got to go for it. I got to pitch. You want to resist the urge to pitch. Okay. You're going to be very tempted to say, well, hey, I was calling to see if you know we could help train your account executives on how to self-source from our pipeline. 
I was calling from ABC HR company and we help HR leaders just like you automate payroll. Um, we're an HR solutions provider and I'm calling to schedule a demo about how we can remove some of the tools in your tech stack into an all-in-one solution. Do you have time later today for a demo? Like you don't want to say any of that kind of shit, <laughs> okay? The key pointers here is you really want to, in this reverse pitch, speak to common priorities that people like them tend to have. So if we're using the HR example, I'm going to do my permission-based opener. Prospect says yes. I don't know if you guys can hear that. Someone's baking in the other room, making some cake or cupcakes or something. Um, so if the prospect is like, hey, sure. Yeah, what do you got? What's up? I'm going to say, hey, great. Yeah, I'm reaching out because it looks like you're hiring for 13 open roles right now in the U.S. and Canada. And I talked to several HR leaders like yourself, and I keep hearing a focus around one of two areas. One of them is around reducing admin work. So they're looking to reduce the number of systems and admin work to avoid you know, massive spending and the time sink of unnecessary hiring. And the last thing that we're hearing about is growth and scalability. So their current systems have sort of gotten them where they're at, but it won't scale with all the admin work and limited IT support that they tend to have. How does this compare to your focuses at XYZ Company? So you'll notice there that I really kind of took my time in the pocket, so to speak. And you might be feeling, well, Jason, you kind of talked for a long time. And yeah, I did. And Gong's data actually supports that successful cold calls, they have monologues that last up to 37 seconds. And they monologue more than reps that don't schedule next steps in a cold call. The important thing is that if you're going to monologue, the content of that conversation is not about you, it's about the prospect. So I'm going to speak to what people like them tend to be focused on. So again, that's, hey, I'm reaching out because it looks like you're going to drop a trigger and you're going to say, I speak to a lot of people like you and they tell me that they're focused on these things. And those priorities, if you're an account executive, you have a little bit of a leg up, but you want to think about, hey, when I speak with CISOs, security leaders, IT leaders, HR leaders, marketing leaders, sales leaders, whatever it is that you sell, you want to think about like, what are the two or three patterns that every single one of them are working on that they want our solution to help them with? That's what you're going to talk about in your priorities. So that's it for today. That's today's tactical episode on how to nail the first 60 seconds of the call where 80% plus of cold calls fail. I'm going to use my permission-based opener, I'm going to gain permission, and then I'm going to use my reverse pitch. Cool. So make sure to tune in for the next couple episodes are going to be on cold calling. And we have a live training coming up that I recommend you check out at outboundsquad.com. It's on cold calling. So we're going to talk about trends in 2024. But specifically, what you're going to see in the next couple episodes in the podcast is another tactical episode on cold calling and how to increase your pickup rates. And then I'm going to be doing a live training with the folks over at Zoom Info and Orum. And we're going to talk all about what you need to know about cold calling in 2024 and old school tactics that are going out of style. So that's all I got for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Again, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, would really appreciate if you could leave an honest review and subscribe. Uh, it would really mean a lot for us. All right, that's all I got for you. We'll see ya.